Hi there. As we round out September at the time of this recording, I wanted to spend some time paying attention to your child's gifts as a sensitive kid. When we teach the fact that sensitivity is a superpower to our clients and their children, it is so important that your child owns that mentality for them. And one thing that we know for sure is that there's a big barrier uh, between that and uh, what your, how your child is demonstrating their big behaviors, and it might not be what you think. So stay tuned to today's show to learn more about that. Hello, and welcome to How to Parent Your Highly Sensitive Child Like a Ninja. I'm your host, Megan Thompson, licensed clinical professional counselor and registered play therapist supervisor. We at MTC teach parents how to eliminate the daily meltdown and shutdown cycle for your sensitive children and teens. Highly sensitive children make up 15 to 20% of the population, according to research that has been gathered for over a century. And this podcast answers one question. How can you raise emotionally intelligent children? Stop walking on eggshells and help your child express their needs safely without punishments, yelling, or coddling. If you wanna know the answer, you're in the right place. So when we help parents break out of the meltdown cycle, hitting, kicking, screaming, daily meltdowns, multiple times a day meltdowns, multiple times a week meltdowns, uh, one thing that we know is that your child's behaviors are huge, right? They're really struggling in that. And I wanna talk about their potential. And one of the things that you are noticing, especially if you're sending your child to school at this time of year, you've had a couple of weeks under your belt at this point likely, and uh, one of the things that is uh, really what we hear from parents often is that the honeymoon stage of school has started to wear off and it can be really discouraging for you in uh, in in this challenge your child may be struggling significantly in school or right after school and uh, it's important for us to be paying attention to going beyond the survival mode that you're living in and noticing what is possible once you address this challenge right and uh, when we work with our clients directly we get to hear all of the wins and celebrations. Make sure that you pay attention to our Facebook page or our Facebook group um, where we share all of those. And on our Instagram channel as well, we share images of our clients' wins so that you know what is possible for your family so that you can see and feel encouraged and uh, have clarity on what's possible when you break out of this pattern as you're breaking out of this pattern. The wins that you're uh, which witnessing for from our clients aren't something that that uh, isn't something that feels uh, within your reach then it's definitely time to reach out but I want to pay attention to the understanding that your child's big emotions are a gift now one of the things that we know that uh, that you might be struggling with is uh, that it's difficult to see this as a parent who's stuck in the meltdown cycle right um, when your child is struggling Uh, seeing their big emotions as a blessing is very difficult. You have to train your brain to to think of it like that, right? Because if you're not able to turn your child's um, emotions into uh, influential for their behavior to be safe, then this this discouragement can lead to you acting in a self-preservationist manner. Uh, what do I mean by that, right? 
The meltdown cycle is an indicator that the entire family is struggling, and it's a family dynamic problem. The root cause is a parent-child relationship problem, and uh, there's a parent strategy approach that needs to be shifted. It's not you as a person who's broken or wrong, nor is it your child as a person who's broken or wrong. And thinking like that is a symptom of the meltdown cycle. We hear this a lot. There's shame, there's guilt, there's worry, there's resentment. And for humans, human beings, uh, when we get stuck in despair and helplessness and powerlessness, it's our job to focus on survival. We have to survive. That's what we're wired to do. And the only way that you might be able to survive is if you separate yourself from your child and you play into the belief that it's your kid's job to help themselves feel better. And this is something that will be very important for you to break out of the myth of that, that your child's emotions are a gift. Now, if it's hard for you to hear that, um, it's likely because you've started to separate emotionally yourself from your child's struggles and create a, a me versus you dynamic. And, and this isn't something that parents choose. It's not something you chose to do. You know, today is Monday, I'm gonna wake up today and, and um, you know, start my day by making my child feel other than me, right? But uh, you, you don't wake up one day and and, uh, and and make that decision, but you do usually wake up one day and realize that's where you are, right? And uh, once you hit that, that level where you're feeling very separate and uh, disconnected from your child, and not in a good way, not in a healthy way, where you're giving your child independence and, and building resilience and, and helping them feel empowered, uh, but rather separating yourself to protect your own heart. Um, it, it's a really eye-opening experience and, and uh, awakening experience that can be very frustrating and hard to look at, right? But it's so important to pay attention to that because if you're in the middle of a meltdown and you see your child and you're not able to tap into compassion for yourself and your child at the same time, then that is a clear indicator that you're very exhausted, you're very fried, and uh, you are swimming in the meltdown cycle yourself, circling the drain. And uh, this is very, very hard, right? Because when we think about the, the meltdowns that your child's experiencing or the aggressive outbursts that your child's demonstrating, uh, it's really difficult to exhibit compassion. That takes a lot of skill um, in that moment. And this isn't where you stop, right? If you've been able to cease the meltdown cycle in your home, Compassion needs to be your um, emotional home base. It's where you need to be experiencing most of your parenting journey, right? Um, it's so important to be able to put yourself in your child's shoes and not pity them or sympathize them or with them in a way that leads you to coddle them or save them from their experiences. Helicopter parent or tiger parent where their uh, achievements are uh, a part of your identity right? All of those um, mentalities will keep your child stuck in a version of themselves that is just not helpful. And so it's really important that you take into consideration how you play a part in your child's emotional development and in your child's skill building. So uh, it's important to be able to break out of this pattern. Start to think like 
uh, somebody who is already successful at staying out of the meltdown cycle. And the parents that we work with who are not just successful in breaking out of the meltdown cycle, but are successful in staying that way, they start to be able to think about how they can dive into their own personal development, uh, heal their own uh, past histories, family of origin problems, and, and uh, be influential in their careers. And at that stage, their children are ready and available to travel, right? And so one of the things that, um, and, and to do that safely and, and have that not be um, a big strife, right? Or the aftermath of the travel not be a big strife, right? Because some kids are, are uh, extroverted and go, go, go kind of kids, and they thrive in variety, um, new environments, right? But what happens afterwards is they run themselves ragged and they fry themselves, and then the, the home return from a, from a travel experience is really hard. And so when we ran our first uh, event of the year with our mastermind clients and their children came with us, one of the things that we noticed, uh, or children came with them to meet with us and work with us, um, one of the things that we know is that um, these kids were able to uh, experience resilience, make friends from scratch right away, and, and, um, and, and play with children whom they've never met, uh, and do that easily, right, without inhibition, without hesitation without perfectionism without squabbles and um, you know for eight hours plus for three days straight and after traveling from around the country and being tired and jet lag and all that jazz and so when we think about the ability for a child who goes inside themselves and stays stuck uh, this isn't your child's personality that's a symptom of the meltdown cycle what's possible for your child is to be able to demonstrate resiliency right now and um and to do that effectively right now uh one thing that is important to to pay attention to in this dynamic for you is um to understand for your family that uh, you are the one who is showing your child how to honor their own empathy and this is number two when we think about uh the the, the couple of the the points that I want to make related to your child's uh, capacity. Um, your child needs to be able to understand that their gifts are, uh, what their gifts are, what their gifts are, um, uh, what they're able to do with their big emotions so that they can make friends quickly and enjoy and, and have, a, have a lot of fun and strange and new situations. And uh, sensitive souls are resilient in that when you are really emotionally um, capable, right? And in order to do that, you have to be able to honor your child's empathy. And the only way that they can, they can honor their own empathy is if they break out of their sense of um, uh, low self-confidence, right? So one of the things that we hear from adults who are highly sensitive, who struggle to see it as a gift, is that uh, they are not able to make a all-encompassing statement like that sensitivity is a gift. Well, actually, I hate part of myself. So no, it's not right. And um, being able to live in the middle in the gray area and and see that uh, there's beauty and challenge and there's beauty in feeling deeply is uh, an important component to loving who you are. Uh, and um, 
adults who have a, a level of resentment towards their own personality traits haven't been able to move out of what we see in, in children who are stuck out of the, in the meltdown cycle and in the sense of self-acceptance. Being able to see yourself as who you are is critical for raising a sensitive child and critical for your sensitive child to be able to uh, take their needs and not blame themselves and not criticize themselves, but rather uh, shift into appreciating themselves and be compassionate. In order to do that, uh, in order to make fast friends, you have to be empathetic and uh, sensitive children are, are very much able to do that. Uh, their, their concerns for others are, are a special quality to nurture and uh, your sensitive child who can take good care of their ability to empath empathize and, and not take on other people's uh, emotions, become a people pleaser or a doormat or, um, uh, you know, be bending over backwards and martyr themselves for other people. Uh, these are all skills that a sensitive child needs to be able to develop quickly, right? Because making friends is something that your child can be very, very good at uh, once they've been able to master that because they, they can recognize other people's emotions quickly. And they need to be able to protect their heart in that as well. They can't be taking on other people's emotions and have that drain them like kryptonite. Now, uh, the, one of the key things that you will need to be able to teach your child is to be able to notice their emotions and their reactions in the moment and slow themselves down in that process. You know, time is relative. You can speed it up, you can shorten it, right? Um, uh, you can lengthen it as well. And in that process um, of, of manipulating time in the moment, right? Um, we think about the concept of mindfulness, the ability to have the mindset that you can be present to the moment. Now, I'm not talking about uh, any sort of religious affiliation to being present to the moment. Uh, I'm speaking purely in the focus of being able to notice what's happening in front of you and to stay out of focusing on the past in worry or focusing on the future in worry uh, or getting so focused on the future that you're not able to appreciate what's going on in front of you. And that is a human being skill, the ability to be in, in the moment and present in the here and now. And that is actually where children who are healthily developing live. Children in the here and now um, operate in the present moment. Uh, and uh, adults have to retrain themselves to do that. And that's why it feels like a foreign concept or or uh, feels very difficult to do. But a, a dysregulated child is not living in the moment and they're and they not feeling secure in their ability to let go. And uh, that's really, really important for you to teach your child um, so that they can really take in the wonder. You know, when I take walks with my daughter, who I know is highly sensitive, um, the availability for her to notice very small little petals on um, what one might consider a weed um, is is beautiful. It's gorgeous, right? I mean, we're not going to to take a walk in order to burn some calories and and break a sweat. Uh, she's seven. <laughs> we're not um, racing each other, right? Our focus is to enjoy nature and and to communicate effectively and and. Um, to enjoy each other's present company. And so slowing down in order to speed up the growth in your relationship is really, really important. And uh, when we help parents break out of this pattern of, of not being able to be present to the moment, of going to um, the worst case scenario in their mind and not being able to 
allow for your child's growth to be more than just a fluke, uh, it, it is something that you can do speedily. And if that's what you want to be able to learn how to do in a way that um, doesn't uh, deprioritize all of your other life's experiences, um, put, put your family's goals onto the back burner because of your other personal responsibilities, then I encourage you to book a call with our team. It is absolutely possible to prioritize this because you can do anything for eight weeks. And uh, we're happy to support you in doubling down on your family's dreams right now. So in order to do that, you have to recognize that nobody was put on this earth to be miserable, yourself included. It's time to prioritize your needs as a, the leader in the family right this minute. Uh, it's also time to prioritize the fact that your child is struggling and do that from a place of feeling empowered. You can focus on that right now. You can focus on prioritizing this right now. And then lastly, uh, you're going to need to book a call with us so that we can talk about your dreams and, and associate the, the present moment with them rather than thinking that, the, that anytime you see your child uh, behaving in, in an empowered and creative way, um, that, that it's a fluke and you, you don't know how to replicate it. We'll teach you how to replicate it. Um, in order to do that, you have to have a conversation with our team to see if uh, the work that we do is an appropriate fit. We'll um, you know, discuss and discover what your challenges are and, and where you're stuck. And then we will support you in, in deciding the right fit for your family, whether that's with us, if we recommend it, or um, finding a, a different, more efficient or effective approach if your needs don't match our specialty. Uh, if they do, however, then you can get started right away on that very same phone call, and we'll talk about that on that very same phone call because there's no reason to wait. Uh, your child deserves to feel like they can flourish in their gifts now, and so do you. All right, we'll talk soon. Bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode of How to Parent Your Highly Sensitive Child Like a Ninja. We release a brand new episode every week, so be sure to click subscribe. If you like what you've heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with us at MTC, here's what I want you to do next. Head on over to meganthompsoncoaching.com backslash call and book an appointment with our team. We'll get on the phone for about 60 minutes and we'll get you clarity on where you're stuck in parenting your sensitive child or teen, what your goals are for supporting your child's development. And if we can help you, we'll get you started on knowing exactly what to do to eliminate that meltdown cycle. Eliminating the daily meltdown cycle does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. And we've helped hundreds of clients from all over the world end that cycle in as little as eight weeks. So to see if we can help you do the same, head on over to meganthompsoncoaching.com backslash call. I'm Megan Thompson, and we look forward to speaking to you soon.